life's a journey. And, yep. and one thing I've learned, it is a journey because we aren't born 40 years old. That would no. be a big shortcut. Yeah. And, you know, for, for, for me, it's been my racing career in general has been it's been strange because of the way that it started. And when you when you when you look back, I, I shouldn't say the where it started, but where it started in my cup career. Because my first interview was my first uh, press conference was the biggest press conference that I ever did. My first win was by far the biggest winning moment that I've ever had. And that was all because of, of the way that, that you went into the car. But then it all backed up from from there, you know, because of, you know, you, you make a mistake here and you say something wrong and you you make this fan base mad and that fan base mad. These people like it. Those people don't like it. And I had to learn all those. I had to learn all those life lessons along the way with the, the Earnhardt fan base following you uh, along the way and, and critiquing you. So it, it, it was, um, you know, it, it all, it all kind of started backwards. So you had to learn quickly how, how to navigate the landscape of, of, of NASCAR racing and, and Earnhardt nation there. Let's remind everybody what happened. We, we lost the great Dale Earnhardt senior, Richard Childress says, you're going to drive this car at Atlanta. Uh, you drive it, you win the race. Now, with, with us reminding everybody that, did you, you didn't start your cup career the way that you really wanted, or, or can that be controlled? No, and, and really, you know, it all started when, when Dale died at the, at the Daytona 500, and, and um, I got the call actually laying in bed on a Wednesday night. Richard called me and said, Hey, I need you to, I need you to come to the shop. So I lived, I lived right, right down the street from, from the shop at that particular time. So I drove to the office and I, I walked in his office and it was him sitting behind his desk and Bobby Hutchins and, and, um, you know, Kevin Hamlin. And I walked in and, and, and sat down and they said, Hey, we want you to, we want you to drive this this car this weekend at Rockingham. And at that point, I had already told my wife before I left. I said, "Hey, they're gonna they're gonna ask me to drive this car this weekend. And I'm gonna drive it." And um, so I told them I'd drive it. And and I just we never talked about anything else. We didn't talk about contracts, money. It was at that particular point. It was all about what can I do, what is right for RCR. Um, I've been here for a year and a half, and and. Um, I'd actually been doing all the testing for, for Dale at that particular time in the three car with his team. So I knew the team. So it wasn't really, there was no decision to be made. It was just do whatever. Um, so we went to the racetrack that particular weekend and, and, um, you know, ran the race and then Delana and I flew out and, and got married on Wednesday. Oh my, I didn't know that. Hold on. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you win Atlanta. No, no, no. No, you. No, no I, 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 we raced my very first cup race at Rockingham. Right. We left that night and had the whole team and my family and her family. We all flew to Las Vegas. Oh my. For the, for, the, for what would have been the third race of the season and my second race, uh, we got married on Wednesday night, and I got my first top ten on Sunday in Las Vegas, and we flew home and got my first win the next week at Atlanta. So it was a big. It was a big three weeks. Okay, this is something I never knew. It, it, it's not important for me to know everything whatsoever. <laughs> but I think somehow that slid under the radar to a lot of fans. So at that time, first of all, I want to back up because this is Kenny conversation. We we just go, we, you know, you started this. I love this because I've learned so much. So 
So this is during a tough time, and yet you're getting married, which is the happiest time of your life. Did you have to balance that? Well, when when you go back and, and you look at it all, and it was really one of the best things that, that happened during that particular time frame because I had my whole team there. Richard was there. Um, you know, we had just we had just gone through we had just gone through everything um, with with um, with Dale and, and all the downtime. And so it gave the team a chance to to come out um, to the to Las Vegas and not have to worry about the race and not have to worry about everything that happened with Dale and everything that had gone on because of the fact that we were getting married and we were going to have a good time and we were going to get our minds off of it. So, um, so we got married and, and the, one of the, one other funny story that, that we had that weekend, Richard, I think he was born in 19, gosh, I want to say 40, I don't know, 40 something. And Richard bought this bottle of wine and it was the year that he was born. I can't remember how much money he paid for this bottle of wine. A lot, probably. But, yeah, probably a lot. So we're flying home and, and uh, I was flying with Richard because I didn't have any way to get to the racetrack. So I was flying home with Richard and he was telling me about this bottle of wine. And he said, you win a race this year. We're going to drink this bottle of wine. I had never drank wine in my life. The only thing I drank up until that point was the cheapest beer that I could find. And, Blue but, ribbon. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Um, so I, 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 um, we, we went and won the race next week and I reminded him, I said, Hey, we're going to drink that bottle of wine because I knew that the last thing he wanted to do was open that bottle of wine. And I was going to make him open that bottle of wine after we won Atlanta. So I go to, we go to his house for dinner and he is nervous as crap opening this bottle of wine because he knew it wasn't supposed to be open. Kenny, we went through this process for probably 30 minutes of him trying to figure out how he was going to open this bottle of wine. He puts the cork opener in there and the cork just immediately just crumbles Oh we strain God. it and strain it and strain it. And we finally drank the bottle of wine and I didn't think it was very good, but it was well worth, it was well worth the effort to, uh, to drink just because of the, of, of the promise and the situation. So, so, but, so yeah, it was, it, th those, those, um, those three weeks, you know, I, I don't know if you, you've ever gone back and watched that press conference at, at uh, Rockingham, but I mean, it was, it was nothing like I've ever experienced in my mm. life. It was just a, it was a dark, rainy, gloomy day. Appropriate. They, they, it was very appropriate. And it had this, this makeup, you know, pop-up tent that they had put in because they had so many media that, that were coming to cover it. And, and I just remember looking out into that crowd of, of media and just, you know, I had no clue what, what I was going to say or what I was going to do. And um, I knew none of them were there, you know, because they wanted to, wanted to be there, but it was, um, there was some, there were some interesting times, but really we made it through that year because we decided to run all the bush races. We ran all the cup races. There were no testing limits at that particular point. So we tested the cup car. We tested the Xfinity car and they basically, they basically sent us off. They basically sent me off, um, to race as much as I could. We ran our first truck race that year for KHI mm. at, um, at um at richmond and we had honestly my, myself and delana and, and really the guys that i raced with uh, on the on the bush series car at the time we had no idea really the magnitude of of what was happening all we did was race uh, every all the problems were masked until 2002 and then the bottom fell out 
uh, trying to trying to trying to address everything that we hadn't addressed the year before. So I want to go back to that wine for a minute. <laughs> Did he ever two questions about the wine? Did he tell you how much money he paid for that wine, that bottle? I swear it was like fifteen thousand dollars at the time. I could was there be wrong. sludge in the you bottom mentioned. of it? There was sludge in the bottom of it. There was. It was bad. That's it was, when it's it old. Was clumpy. It was clumpy and, they and bad. Put a I, it was. Underneath it, was it was never intended to open. Never intended. To open. <laughs> nor, nor it was probably never intended to drink. Yeah, but we were drinking it. Okay, so let's go back to what you talked about that rainy day at at Rockingham. So, I've been a big fan of yours for years. Um, I think it's just because you kind of remind me of myself growing up, kind of a scrapper, uh, you know, just doing your deal. Uh, I was born in 63. I know you're a lot younger than me, but I've always liked your ways. So I haven't even got to the start of the interview, by the way. <laughs> you're awesome. You're Chatty Kathy today. I love you. You're badass. So we, we get to that, that Rockingham deal. We go through this whole first part. At when... At when did, I mean, did you realize right away that this was, this was like a dream? This was not, not the dream you intended. At what point, at what weekend did you go, man, this was never planned? Well, it was never planned. Um, but I was pretty embedded into the whole thing already, you know, because Dale didn't want to do any of the testing and the team needed to get better. So in 2000, really at the end of spring, um, we, I got pushed off into testing Dale's car. So basically at that particular time, we were just developing all the one, four shocks, the three fives and a two. And you already said this, but you feel like you are already, what you're saying is you, you were in Dale senior's car embedded in it. Yeah. Well, I was embedded in the team and, and so I, you know, I think, I think for, for, for me, there were a lot of things that I didn't have to get used to. Because yeah. of the fact that that I had already been around his team, I had already been to the racetrack with mm-hmm. with those guys, and and uh, Todd Barrier was a big part of of really bridging the gap of the things that I didn't know, or when I would get frustrated, mad with with particular things, or bringing information over from the Bush Series car. Todd Barrier was was one of the biggest keys to that whole program because of the fact that you know he had worked at RCR since probably 1995, I'd say with Skinner's truck and in the fab shop and, and all the things that they were doing on, on Jay Sauter's deal. Um, but he was kind of that bridge because really Kevin Hamlin, great guy. Um, but that whole team was built around Dale. Yeah. Um, but Todd knew all those guys because he had worked there and he was, he would be the one to kind of, to kind of smooth things over when I would get wound up because I was wound up all the time. And, you know, just on the chip, ready to go and, and wanted things to move. And and so, um, you know, th- those guys and I, I guess the, the point of this is I was already I already knew everybody on the team. You were ready. Already, you were already, ready for the job. I, I was I was yeah. If, if that if that's what I needed to do, I was ready to go. And yeah, my yeah. seats are were already in the cars. Um, you know, we, we'd already been at the racetracks and, and you know, we, we had already been testing and and i think um you know for for me we would spend days and days and days at kentucky developing shocks and springs and um you know the the first time that that dale got to drive it 
they went to the Indianapolis test and everything that we had developed at Indy or at, at Kentucky, they took to Indy. And when they took it to Indy, Dale got, he shook his car down and then they, they took my car out uh, that we had been developing with GM and, and his guys at, at the racetrack. Well, it went like nine tenths of a second faster than his car did. And he said, well, what's in it for Springs? And they told him I th- at that time, it was like three fives and a two and it had all, all the new crazy stuff in it. Crazy. And he said, put that thing back in the truck. I'm not driving it <laughs> right now it's because, not because, because, because he, you know, those, I mean, he's probably a lot like Rusty was, you know, you had yeah. this spring and this spring and this spring and this spring, and you could change it a few, a few uh, hundred pounds in each direction. But when you started talking stuff like that, you know, the, the motor was all raised up and then had all the new, um, you know, the, the, the new uh, direction of the sport. Uh, he was not thrilled about them not telling him what was in that car, but it was way faster. 